Jameer Gibbs is the number two best pick in fantasy football. Hands down, no question about it. Unless you want to argue he's really number one. But number one, video one, was Joe Cigar Smoking Burrow. And this is a four-part video series. I'm releasing one player at a time. One through four, who are the best four players in fantasy football 2023 at the cost of entry. Video three and video four will follow in the coming days. Let's talk Jameer Gibbs, the fantasy football show begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty take a lap smitty what about david montgomery but smitty they gave david montgomery a lot of money but smitty he's too small smitty they didn't use DeAndre Swift. What makes you think they're going to use another, I don't know, smaller type of back? Okay, let's address every one of these common Bob questions that we get regarding Jameer Gibbs breaking out and becoming a top 5 to 10 running back. Yeah, you heard me right. He's a top 5 to 10 running back. I didn't, I didn't stutter. I didn't hesitate. I didn't even blink. Let me put this very delicately. Monty has nothing to do with Jameer Gibbs. They're completely different roles in this offense. They're not even in the same role whatsoever. Monty's not rushing for 17 touchdowns in 2023. The Lions aren't going to be lining up inside the five-yard line over and over like they did in 2022. Amon Ross St. Brown isn't getting tackled at the one-yard line on multiple occasions again in 2023. In fact, legend has it Amon Ross St. Brown may never get tackled again. No, this man is not looking at a 17 touchdown hog. This guy is going to see goal line work. He's going to see receiving work. The report over a month ago from individuals at camp said that the Lions were making a point of emphasis to move Jameer Gibbs all over the field of practice. In fact, the same reporter went on to say that in like three consecutive plays, Gibbs was out at wide receiver one play. The very next play, he was in the backfield. The very next play, he was out at wide receiver, motioned across, then returned to the backfield and took the handoff. They're literally moving him all over the field where Monty is. What Monty's up to has no relation to Jameer Gibbs and Jameer Gibbs' value in 2023. We don't expect Jameer Gibbs to run for a thousand yards not as a rookie maybe not on the regular ever he is a potentially 800 yard runner he's a 900 yard runner an occasional thousand yard even type of runner this is a 15 to 1800 total yard back occasional 2000 yard back but he's going to divide it all up in a way that you need in a run heavy system another rb to take on at least 800 to a thousand rushing yards if monty wasn't on roster we need somebody else to take on this role that I just described to keep this man out in the flat, to keep him out in the slot. He will be catching five to seven receptions some games. He doesn't have time to run the ball. Some games he will. Some games he'll get eight carries and have 140 yards rushing. This guy's going to get his share of running touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. He will get two or three goal line touchdowns whether you believe it or not they could line up at the five yard line this guy go in motion take a handoff go right into the end zone don't think oh because he's smaller he won't be trusted near the goal line this is a guy that if he has a crack or a seam in the defense he's gone even though monty's totally unrelated to his workload in terms of taking from it monty's a necessity to keep him from carrying the football too many times this is not something that should even concern you bob (laughs) 
This statement drives me crazy guy. What, what does this have to do with anything? Because they paid Monty a certain amount of money, you think that determines the depth chart? You think that going number 12 overall in an NFL draft running back climate where nobody goes really in the first round anymore, you think going 12 overall doesn't outweigh what you're paying Montgomery to be a between-the-tackle runner to keep him healthy? This is the priority. Did you not see the war room? go crazy when they drafted him at number 12 overall and the reason they went crazy they went nuts is because they didn't think he'd be there because they heard from several teams and sources Gibbs was going to be gone by 12 and you can laugh at that all you want and use old storytelling boring stories or Schmidt the running backs don't go early anymore and that may revert back to normal no running backs going high in 2024 maybe this kick started a new trend of one or two of them going early again but the lions don't care about what was or what people are saying or what people should do or what the trend is in terms of ignoring running backs atlanta was innovating the lions are thinking smart they don't care about that trending and what other people are doing they said we want our guy at number 12 they almost took him at number six they didn't take him at six they made some moves they decided to roll the dice that he'd fall to 12 they heard he wasn't going to fall to 12. I believe many teams were considering Gibbs and some teams had Gibbs number one on the running back draft board. It was not crazy. It was not misled. It was not them being gullible into thinking another team wanted Gibbs. It was true. There were teams that really considered taking Gibbs inside the top 12 and they got him at 12 and they screamed and yelled. You practically had grown men holding each other in excitement about getting this guy at 12. What about Monty's contract? This is the dumbest argument I've ever heard in trying to tear down whether he's going to be the guy. It's a, it's a it's a ridiculous disapproved comment and and reaction. You've just been Smitty disapproved. Okay, so this whole size thing is crazy. We have plenty of examples of running backs that have been at the 200-pound frame. It's not like he's 170 or 188 or even 192. He will be about 204, 205 after he puts on NFL weight with NFL trainers and NFL coaches and the NFL experience and the NFL environment is going to add at least two, three, four, maybe five very solid pounds to a guy that weighs 199 right now when he slimmed down to hit his 40 time he was in the probably the quickest lightest shape of his life trying to get ready for the combine he's not going to be worried about the 40 time and he's probably going to put on a couple lbs just for that reason alone but nfl training working out nfl food living at the facility eating working eating working he's now got a full-time job of living at the facility and he's going to weigh 204 205 this is going to be a, a, a very dumb point for anybody still bringing it up in, in a couple even weeks or months it's going to be a ridiculous standpoint even if he played at 199 all year long he's elusive he's not going to get smashed to pieces we've seen players at his size all the time but smitty he's 59 you know who is 59 Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes was 5'9", about 209. This guy's 5'9", 199 at the combine, probably more like 204. You're talking about no height difference in a four or five pound playing weight difference between him and Priest Holmes. So get out of here with your ridiculous Gibbs is too small comments. You don't know what you're talking about. Complaining Caleb. This one also irritates me when people say things like Swift didn't get used. What makes you think they're going to use Gibbs is if you can tie one player to another. If you could look at the reaction if you haven't seen it of this the staff and the owner when they drafted him number 12 overall when Gibbs fell to 12 and they didn't expect him to be there their number one running back over Bijan their number one running back for their system when he was still sitting there on the board 
and they were able to draft him. The excitement running through that entire staff, you've got to be out of your mind if you think that they're going to use him or misuse him like they misuse Swift. And I won't make excuses for the Lions. I don't really know the reasons why they hated Swift so much, but they did. And to try and link Swift because he's a receiving back to the likelihood that, that they ignore the, the value of Jameer Gibbs is ridiculous. That's more of a worried William comment than William's other comment. This is Unger's comment, but worried William is thinking this too. Worried William might have invented this statement. And it's like, whoa. I don't even get it. I don't even get it, to be honest with you. They're two completely different players. This team, this staff, this owner, everybody in unison drafted this man, Jameer Gibbs, to be their leader, their their running back of the future, their weapon. He's not even a running back. He's a weapon. That's why Monty has no relation to his value. He's just a straight-up playmaking weapon, a machine, a playmaking machine. At any moment, he sees a crease or a crack in the defense, he's gone. And that's what makes this uh, this. 580 yard rushing line on underdog fantasy promo code smitty the links in the description of this video it's in the description of every video or you can use promo code smitty or smitty gets entered for you as a promo code if you just use the link in the description but on underdog fantasy promo code smitty there's a higher low pick'em line for his total yards on the season on the ground rushing and it's 580 yards you've got to smash that higher try the link out it's unreal the doubt in the the i don't know the question mark surrounding his ability to run the football with monty present like he's not going to get 580 yards he's going to obliterate that 580 yard rushing line hit that higher on underdog right now you can couple five of these really easy calls together on one slip and if you land all five it's 20 times your money so five dollars every five dollars becomes a hundred dollars if you just pick out five really easy higher low uh lines to to attack this is look let me just put it this way so we've addressed all the crazy dumb comments you hear what about his size what about uh, the usage of swift what about monty what about the 17 touchdowns that monty's now gonna get as if it's gonna translate at all monty could have 905 he could have a thousand yards even and six touchdowns that wouldn't affect you gibbs at all i know people think that if monty succeeds it's got to take from him but again it doesn't i've already explained it doesn't matter they have different roles in the offense my thinking here is this this kid gets utilized so much all over the field as a weapon, especially with Jamison Williams out the first six games. You got Laporta, a rookie tight end that's going to be thrown to the fire. You got Jameer Gibbs, who they're already in practice confirmed. It's not a, a thought process or a speculative piece somewhere written by a beat writer. This is like fact. They're already moving him all over the field like they're planning and plotting 2023 out. They're scheming. They're drawing up plays. They're running their offense with Jameer Gibbs all over in motion and this guy in motion, not knowing if he's going to be a receiver, a running back, who knows where he's going on the field when he's in motion. If you think St. Brown's getting stopped this year, you got another thing coming because this kid's going to make St. Brown's life a cakewalk. St. Brown's going to have his best year ever. And the Lions are going to be in a dogfight with, you heard me right, the Chicago Bears for the division win. And honestly, I go back and forth on who's going to win the division. When I'm talking Lions players, when I'm talking up Gibbs, when I start working it out of my head, I, I say to myself, what am I doing? The Lions will win the division. But I do love Fields and what the Bears are putting together. The Bears feel very much like the Bengals the year the Bengals were completely doubted and I said that they would win their division. And talked about them being a playoff and Super Bowl contender. And people laughed me out of rooms 
I feel the same way about both the Lions and the Chicago Bears. I don't think they're necessarily going to make it to the Super Bowl, but I think that the Lions or the Bears could be the team facing off against the Eagles in the conference championship game. You heard me right. You heard me right. It could be the Lions or the Chicago Bears. And you can laugh all you want at either one of those, both of them. This guy right here, in hindsight, we're all going to look back and say to ourselves, we should have drafted him in the top 15 overall. I am not giving you a blank check to go out on draft day and spend top 15 overall value on Jameer Gibbs. Although it wouldn't shock me if by September 1 or late August, we're actually drafting this guy. We're actually drafting this guy in the 18 to 25 overall territory. Would not shock me. But until then, understand why I'm even creating this video because when we look at a draft board and Jameer Gibbs is going in the 3.12 to 4.5 territory, which is, which is where he's falling, the teams you can build with this are just unmatched if you start reaching for him in the late second because i say he's a top 15 overall player you know what he's not even a top 15 overall player he's a first round player in hindsight he will be a first round player he'll be a top 12 overall player at the end of the year and in hindsight we'll say man he was a top 10 pick we just didn't know it that's what people are going to say not our people because we know what time it is but our people do have a little bit of a tendency to not take advantage of what's being allowed and if i'm telling you he's a top 12 overall player and you think oh well i've least got to take him in two then you're missing the point and you're kicking yourself right in the nads because this guy is going at the very earliest late round three and oftentimes in four and even if you reached on burrow in let's say mid third you took gibbs in the the fourth you took Olave in the second you took Bijan in one you were absolutely crushing everybody don't be a bob don't grab this kid too early. Understand that in the third round, I'm okay with it if you need to get your guy, but don't don't step on yourself. Don't get in your own way and cause yourself to miss out on a lot of value that is to be grabbed and had in so many of your leagues. The reason he wins you a league is he's in the third to fourth round. He could probably still win you a league in the 18 to 25 overall territory, but let's let him get there. Let's not force him there. Let's not nudge him in that direction by by drafting him too early and letting other people see it then repeat it jameer gibbs wins you a league in round four jameer gibbs wins you a league even in round three and that's all you need to know right now because he's going there guaranteed in the three to four territory now get out of here get on underdog fantasy promo code smitty and start drafting jameer gibbs and start building teams with Jameer Gibbs in that third to fourth round territory, especially fourth round, and go win some championships. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.